if I mispronounce some of these, don't, don't hate me, amen? I'm going to try my best. If you need to, you can follow along on the screen. Starting in verse 8, if you haven't, say amen. So it came about when the command and decree of the king were heard and many young ladies were gathered to the citadel of Susa into the custody of Haga that Esther was taken to the king's palace into custody of Haggai who was in charge of the women. Now the young lady pleased him and found favor with him. So he quickly provided her with cosmetics and food and gave her seven choice maids from the king's palace and transferred her and her maids to the best place in the harem. Esther did not make known her people or kindred for Mordecai had instructed her that she should not make them known. Every day, Mordecai walked back and forth in front of the court of the harem to learn how Esther was and how she fared. Now, when the turn of each young lady came to go into the king's ahiras, after the end of her 12th month under the regulations for the women, for the days of their beautification were completed as follows. Six months with oil of myrrh and six months with spices and the cosmetics for women. And the young lady would go in to the king in this way. Anything that she desired was given to her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. And in the evening she would go in and in the morning she would return to the second harem for the custody of Shagaz. And the king's Enoch, who was in charge of the concubines, she would not again go in to the king unless the king delighted in her and she was summoned by name. Now, when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter, came into the king, she did not request anything except Haggai's the king's Enoch, who was in charge of the women, advised and Esther found favor in the eyes of all who saw her. So Esther was taken King Ahiras to his royal palace in the 10th month, which is the month Tabeth in the seventh year of his reign. Look at verse 17. The king loved Esther more than all the women, and she found favor and kindness with him more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashiti. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for your sweet presence here, God, as we worship you. I thank you for your people that are here, your beautiful people, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you, God, that you are a provider. You are a protector and Lord that you are the blesser Father we thank you for every blessing that you've given us and every blessing that's to come but Lord have your way this morning as I communicate to your people 
Anoint me to preach your word. Forgive us for all of our sins, God. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand praise, amen. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you this morning, and my topic is thankful. Somebody say thankful. I want to talk to you about being thankful, and obviously it would be appropriate seeing how we're moving into uh, Thanksgiving coming up this week. And so I want us to kind of get in this mindset, and I want to meditate on this a little bit, and, and being thankful, and having thankfulness. And so I want to share with you, amen, out of the book of Esther, I want to share with you about the story of Esther here, amen, and when it comes to being thankful. In verse 17, we read right there, the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won more favor and approval from him than did any of the other young women, and he placed a royal crown on her head and made her queen in place of Vashti. Now, the reason why I illuminate that scripture right there, amen, is because when we look back at Esther's life, Esther's life was one that actually would seem to be very difficult, amen, and consumed with many problems. Esther had, a, but even in the midst of her difficult life and even in the midst of the many problems and even in the midst of, amen, being what we would consider maybe not dealt the best hand, even in the midst of that, Esther was a woman who still remained thankful in spite of her situation in spite of her upbringing in spite of her circumstances she was able to look at it amen in an attitude and a mindset in a positive way Amen. And, and I want you to look at that a, a little bit today because even though our lives may seem difficult and filled with problems at times, amen, can I get an amen? amen. Much like Esther, even in the midst of that, amen, we should be thankful. You know, far too many people today focus on what is wrong and what they believe to be hardships in their lives. And as a result, they miss out on the basic thankful opportunities that they have each and every day. But this wasn't the case when it came to Esther, amen. And this morning, amen, we read about a young lady who has known nothing but difficulty. Nothing in her life except for exile. Nothing in her life except for captivity. Her entire life, she was in exile. She was in captivity. Amen. And she probably can't remember even her homeland from which where she was taken. Amen. She's a woman who had lost her parents. Amen. She had been taken from her uncle. And now she's been taken away from him by the king to become part of his harem or to become a concubine. And I want us to look at that, amen. This wasn't by her choice, amen. 
But this is what the king could do. And I want us to look at this because like Esther, there's many of us here this morning who have had a life that was far less than what we dreamed about. Or maybe life has just ganged up on you and beat you up and left you wounded. Amen. But the point of this story of Esther is that even when the picture painted for our lives seems grim and dark, we can still be thankful in the midst of it. Can I get an amen? In looking at the life of Esther, I, can, I see three general areas where we can begin to find thankfulness. And I want to bring those out today. Amen. As we go into verse 5 of chapter 2, he says, Now there was the, at the citadel in Susa a Jew whose name was Mordecai and the son of Jer, the son of Shimei, and the son of Kish, a Benjaminite who had been taken into exile from Jerusalem with the captives who had been exiled with Jeconah, king of Judah. See, I want you to look at this. Amen. Esther was taken from her parents. She was taken, amen, into exile. She was taken into captivity. And then it came to a point where, amen, her parents died and she ended up in, amen, the care of her uncle. And then even then, after she was in the care of her uncle, amen, she was taken from her uncle and put into the king's harem. But even in the midst of that, you begin to see her, amen, not complain. You don't read once in the book of Esther where you see her complaining or speaking negative. Could you imagine that? Some of you, amen, the devil has taken you into exile, has taken you into captivity, amen, away from your families, away from your loved ones. But even in the midst of that, amen, you can still be thankful. You know, when we look at Esther, we begin to find that even though she was a captive in a foreign land, and even though she had lost her parents and now had been taken away from her uncle's family, amen, she still had many things to be thankful for. She was blessed by God even in the midst of her captivity. She had air to breathe. She had water to drink. She had food to eat, amen. She had shelter in her life. And as a result, she was blessed. She had good health, amen. I want us to look at this because sometimes we take things for granted, amen. Amen, amen. You know, I know you may discount all these things, but I want us to take a look at these things and understand how important these things are in our lives. Can I get an amen? amen. See, sometimes, especially in America, we begin to take these things for granted. Are y'all with me today? Did you know that, amen, we have a God that is such a perfect God that he created, amen, the earth just far enough from the sun, amen, and just far enough from the moon, are y'all with me today, and put it in its perfect place just far enough, amen, that it can begin to create oxygen, that you and I can begin to breathe, amen. God is the very air that we breathe, amen. He is the breath of life. You woke up today and you're breathing today. Can I get an amen? amen? See, this was the mindset that she had. 
And we have water to drink. That's safe. All we have to do is go turn on a faucet. Did you know there's a lot of nations where you can't even get clean drinking water? Amen. Where you can't just go turn on the faucet. Amen. And get you a glass of water. Amen. Somebody say we're spoiled. And we have food to eat. Food that's easily available. You know, some of us may not have all the food that we want. We might want another plate. Amen. But there's some countries where they don't even have enough food. Are y'all with me? Wake up, son. They told me I was sleeping through my sermon last week. I ain't gonna sleep through it this week. God is good, amen. We have shelter. We have health. See, we need to be focused on what we do have, not what we don't have. And we need to be thankful for what we do have. Are y'all with me today? We got to have an attitude of gratitude. We got to be blessed. Amen. And grateful for what God's done in our lives. You know, one thing about it, when we look at Esther, amen. When we begin to look at this situation, she had been exiled from her homeland. But she still had a home. She had lost her parents, but she had family that loved her and took her in. And she was taken away from the family by the king Amen. But she understood that it was an opportunity to become a queen. Somebody say, God is good. good. See, she was placed in a situation that could have been disastrous, but she was willing to look to God and to trust her family. Are y'all with me today? We don't find it anywhere in the Bible where Esther was complaining, but we find her seeing the positives in each situation. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You've got to see the positive in it. You know, I've been through some things in my life, amen. But I see the positive in it. It developed me into the man of God that I am today. It's brought me where I am today. If I would have never gone through those things, hello somebody, I wouldn't be where I am today. If I wouldn't, are y'all with me today? I always say that, you know. God delivered me, amen, from a life of sin and drugs and alcohol over 12 years ago. But I'm going to tell you, if it wouldn't have been, amen, for me going through that, amen, I may not be in love with Jesus in the way that I am. I may not be serving Jesus in the way that I am. I may not be giving my life to God in the way that I am, amen. Somebody say, God is good. good. If you put up there, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7. This is what the apostle Paul spoke. Can you put up there 6? I'm sorry. 
He says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Next verse. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, we're not to be anxious about life, amen, but we're to be thankful. Somebody say thankful. thankful. And we're to be, take our petitions and bring it to God, amen, and when we live our lives that way, God has promised us peace, amen, that defiles all understanding, amen, that goes even beyond the comprehension of what you can understand and comprehend. He says the peace of God will be upon you, amen. The peace of God with that's beyond comprehension. You can't even understand it. You don't even understand it. See, that's where they were. There's no reason why Esther should have been thankful. There's no reason why she should have been blessed, but she was, are y'all with me today, even in the midst of her situation. You know, whenever Paul was talking about, I've learned to be content, amen. He was in a prison cell. Hello. And some of you think you got it so bad in this life. Are y'all with me today? See, the enemy wants us to focus on all the garbage. He wants us to focus on everything negative. So that we can't see the positive. That's what Savannah was saying. There's so much good around us. There's so much good going on in your life. You may not be able to see it. But I can see it. You're in the house of God. You're amongst believers. You're a child of God. You're born again. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're on your way to heaven. Some of you need to repent, amen, for your ungratitudeness, for your unthankfulness. Some of y'all are spoiled. America's spoiled. I know sometimes I get spoiled. Hello? Could you imagine if all of a sudden we can't turn on the water? What are y'all going to do? Or you can't go to Walmart? I'm just saying. God is good, amen? We got to be thankful for the basic things. Amen. Amen. And we live in a country, we just celebrated Veterans Day, but we live in a country where we're free to worship. Yes. See, if you notice in that scripture that I opened up in, amen, Esther and Mordecai, amen, they come from, they were Jewish. They were God's chosen people. But Mordecai told her, hey, don't, don't tell them that you're Jewish. Don't reveal your origin. Amen. Because not the second in, in command there, amen, 
was, was trying to come up with a way, amen, in order to kill all the Jewish people. In other words, she wasn't even free to express, amen, who she was in public in spite of the fact that she might be killed. There's people in other countries that can't even express their love for God and their worship to God, amen, because they might lose their lives. Are y'all with me today? But we're in a country where we're free to worship, where we can come into this place, amen, and lift up the name of Jesus and seek the face of God and come together, amen, and we all come on somebody because somebody was fighting. See, we need to be grateful for that today. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? I mean, for anybody that openly wants to, to love and worship God, it's a blessing. Now, if you're, if you're an undercover Christian, then maybe you'd be better, you know what I'm saying, in some other country. You know what I'm saying? But Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed to be a Christian. I'm not ashamed to share my faith. I'm not ashamed to tell somebody, amen, that Jesus Christ can change their life. I'm not ashamed, amen. But Mordecai lived in a foreign land where he and his family had been forced to live. They were exiled from their own country, amen. And he could have been bitter about that, but instead he began to serve where he was planted. Now think about this. He's in a position where he was exiled, amen, taken away from the country where he lived. But even in the midst of that, they decided to make the best of it. They decided to begin to serve right there where they were. Are y'all with me today? Come on, somebody needs to grab a hold of this. They served where he was planted, and he began to serve the king. He could have been bitter. He could have had a bad attitude, amen. He could have, he could have been like, man, no, man, we're in bondage. We're in this. We're in that, amen. Are y'all with me today? But no, he said, you know what? I'm going to make the best of it, amen. I'm here. I'm going to serve, amen. I'm going to do what I got to do, amen. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to go forward because I know God's got something for me. God is good, amen? amen? We have freedom here, amen, amen. to worship. Right. Go with me to chapter 4 real quick in verse 13. Look at this. Then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther. Do not imagine that you in the king's palace can escape any more than all the Jews. Next verse. For if you remain silent at this time, 
Relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews, from another place, and you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not attained royalty for such a time as this. Now, I want you to look at that for a moment. Amen? Look at this scenario. See, God has called you for a time like this. Amen? In other words, you could have been born any time. But God had you alive right now. See, we don't always understand exactly what God's doing. Can I get an amen? Amen. But we know that if God is for us, then who could be against us? And we know that God will work all things out for our good, those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. Even in the midst of Esther, amen, going into exile and going into captivity, amen, and going into, uh, away from her uncle into the king's, amen, palace. Even in the midst of that, amen, God had a plan. Even in the midst of that, amen. See, I want you to look at that today. Her uncle Mordecai told Esther that she had been brought to where she was And this was happening to her for a time such as this. Somebody say a time such as this. See, some of you have been gone through what you've gone through. And you've been brought where you are for a time such as this. See, I want you to grab a hold of that today. It wasn't for nothing. You didn't go through that for no reason. You didn't experience that for no reason. You experienced it for a time such as this. God's got a plan, amen. God's got, amen, something coming forth. God's got something that's going to begin to be released in your life, amen. Hello, somebody. Somebody say, God is good. Can I get the worship team to come forward? I want you to really think about that. Her whole life. She lost her parents. She was exiled from her homeland. She then got put with her uncle. They took her away from her uncle, put her in the king's house as a concubine. And she still saw the best in the situation. Like I shared with y'all before, some of you, the enemy has taken you captive. He's taken you away from your families. 
He's taken you into exile. But I want you to look at this this morning like Esther did. Because instead of her looking at it in that perspective, she saw it as an opportunity for a specific time, as an opportunity to become queen. Hello. Some of you have, the devil's done you bad. Life's dealt you a bad hand, so to speak. But all it is is just an opportunity to become a king or a queen. It's an opportunity, amen, to become what God has called you to become. To walk in the greatness that God has for your life. And yeah, that takes some, 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 some preparation. And yeah, that takes, amen, some trials. And yeah, that takes going through some things, amen. But God's raising you up. He's developing you, amen, into a king, amen, into a queen, into a man or woman of God, amen, into a powerful force that's going to impact this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen. To be the king of your house. Come on. Some of you is going to make you a king of the nation. Are y'all with me today? He's the king of kings, amen, but he's making you a king. Come on. Somebody say, I'm thankful. We've got to be thankful. Amen. That God's placed us in a time such as this. In a time where we can, amen, not be on the sidelines. Come on, stand to your feet this morning. I pray that you can change the way you perceive things. I know sometimes it's real tough when you're when you're going through it. I know it's real tough sometimes when feel like you're in captivity I know it's real tough sometimes when you're going through that storm when you're going through that trial but I'm going to tell you God doesn't waste any storm he doesn't waste any trial he doesn't waste any situation he's going to use it to develop you into the man and woman of God that he's called you to be raising you up for a time such as this he's raising you up to use you for his honor and his glory he's raising you up to bless you he's going to use what the devil meant for bad he's going to use it for good I pray that you can be thankful even during this time 
I know I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. And I know that I'm headed where I want to be. Everybody say, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. help us, Lord, to be thankful in every circumstance, in every situation. Lord God, we know that you're working it out for our good. I thank you that you're faithful, that you're raising up kings and queens for your kingdom. Thank you, Lord. If you would, in your own words right there, just thank him this morning. Come on, in your own words. Just thank him this morning. Come on, open up your mouth, saints. Don't worry about your neighbor. Just open up your mouth and thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, yes, Lord, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, my King, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. If you need prayer this morning, come to this altar and we'll pray with you. Just come to this altar. We'll pray. Choosing say to be grateful, Lord. I give you praise with an open heart. I'm waking up to heaven. I'm waking up to Waking up to heaven I'm waking up to you Always be in one Thank you For your mercies that are new Thank you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, I'm telling you, thank you. Faithfulness like the sunrise in this Reaches past the skies I'm waking up to heaven I'm waking up to you Sing, I'm waking 
Yeah. 